0: Welcome to the Heat Check Podcast, Miami Herald's Miami Heat Podcast. I'm David Wilson, and I'm joined, as always, on the other line, our Heat beat writer here at the Herald. It's Anthony Chang. What's going on, Anthony?
1: Hello, David. Live from Philly. Uh, City of brotherly Thursday's, love. Thursday's game against the 76ers, so season is winding down. A couple more games left. Um, things are going well.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, we're very much—I mean, there's obviously— especially out West, some games that are still important seating-wise yeah. this week. But uh, we've kind of really hit the, uh, like, teams are trying to play out the string. <laughs> Looking at some of these, like, tank team rosters, like everyone oh, everyone's God. trying to get to the finish line right now. Um, the Heat, uh, you know, still do have an outside chance, though, at getting out of the play-in uh, with three games left. Um, They're a game behind the Nets, so – and don't have the tiebreaker, as you've pointed out uh, a handful of times uh, so need to basically be perfect down the stretch and, and get a couple breaks, but not totally out of the realm of possibility because, you know, that's not like the nets are incredible, but been playing, I think better than people expected. Um, he get an important, you know, in, in that vein, if we're thinking still possibility of getting out of the play and he got an important win on, uh, Tuesday night, surviving, uh, the Pistons up in Detroit, basically the Jimmy Butler show, um, the dangerous Pistons, yeah. Let's start there because we don't get we don't necessarily get to react to games a ton uh, on this show, although we've done it more right. lately here down the stretch. Um, I, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say out of, out of that game. You, you on Twitter today, put a bunch of like Jimmy Butler stats in context. That was the entire story last night, and I think that is, you know, when we look back at the story of this season and keep fans – frustration with this season um i think a lot of it is tied up in like jimmy Butler, as we've said and you've written a lot of times is having like maybe the best season of his career and what we're going to get out of this is a play-in and and maybe like a first round loss in the playoffs if they if that
1: yeah i mean look a win is a win that he need wins this uh, this year's heat team like you can't take anything for granted yes they're they've been mediocre to Really, look at the numbers. Bad. Worse than mediocre. Yeah,
0: they have a negative for point most of the goal. season.
1: So but the Pistons had one win since the All Star Break. That's one pretty bad. Win. I think they're one in twenty-one their last twenty two, or one and like twenty two their last twenty like
0: unfathomable.
1: three. They're an incredible tanking team. Like they're just so good at tanking. And Jaden Ivan scored
0: thirty break. for them last night. Like they've got to figure it out. I, I think their one bummer is Cade Cunningham didn't play like at all. Like they would have liked to have yeah. a little bit. See what you got. Yeah, they held out like
1: they held out like more than half of the rotation last night. Jaden Ivey was one of the few that actually played. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's a, that's a game that he like if they wouldn't have won that, that would have would have been, been like a disaster. A disaster. So they won. That's important that they avoided that mess. Um, but Pistons were ahead by I think three with like five minutes left, and Jimmy Butler said, "Okay, not time to play." He had one. He had one shot attempt in the first half, two points. Um, And then he erupts for 25 points in the second half. He has 18 points in the fourth quarter. And then after the Pistons go ahead by three with five minutes left, he on a 22 to six run, I believe. Um, And Jimmy Butler scored 16 of those points. Um, So it was very much like a funny Jimmy Butler performance where he was just kind of trolling for the first three and a half quarters. Then he's like, okay, let's flip the switch here and just took full control. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously you can't do that against every team. Uh, but it just shows you his greatness. And after the game, Eric Spoelstra didn't say it directly, but hinted at it. And then, and then Jimmy Butler confirmed it after the game. That spoke, uh, compared him to Dwayne Wade, just his with his fourth quarter excellence, um, just the way he can take control and um, just flip a switch uh, like that, and and just basically win the game for the Heat. So, again, just Jimmy Butler's a story so far of this season, especially the second half of the season. Yeah. He's been sensational, arguably the best player in the NBA over the last few weeks, um, and and last night was just a continuation of that.
0: Yeah. Um. Again, it's the story of the year. Is yeah. Is he is incredible, and the team is not. Um. Last night was kind of <laughs> summed it up, right? Like that. If it's not for him, they lose to maybe the worst team in the league. Um. But because of him, they basically because he like single-handedly could will them to victory um they won it's not the best recipe to succeed when we get into the play-in or the playoffs no. but it's also not the worst you know when you have the best player on the court in most series um although they probably won't in the first round um unless i mean i, I guess jimmy butler versus jason tatum is a is a real argument if that if that winds up being the series um
1: but for the yeah, most part you,
0: you're happy to have the the best guy in the in the series.
1: Yeah, I, you mentioned I tweeted some stats today, um, and these are advanced stats, which I know some people roll their eyes at, but oh, just whatever. kind of put it into perspective. They all agree yeah. on the
0: same thing here.
1: Yeah, he he should make definitely an all-NBA team for the third time in four years. Probably should make the second team for the first time in his career, because I think he's only made the third team ever. Um, fifth in estimated plus-minus, fifth best in the NBA. Second to to Jokic and windchairs for 36 minutes. Fourth in value over replacement, fourth in box plus minus, seventh in overall Raptor um, a metric, 538 metric. Mm-hmm. Um, that just everything, all those. I mean, you could make the argument he should be first team. He's not going to make first team because the Heat just haven't been yeah. good to warrant that this this year. But I have a vote. I think I, I have to really sit down and kind of do do it. But I I think that he has a good chance of making the second team, at least for me um he's been that good and and that's what the first half of the year all of us saying he's not really trying like yeah. he doesn't care he's he's like taking a bunch of games off and he's still at this point where he's by every metric pretty much been a top 10 player in the league
0: yeah it's it's an odd, it's like like you mentioned with him taking the first half of the year off or taking nights off uh throughout the first half of the year it's like a it's a tricky situation i think because like they gave away a lot of games. I mean, they've given a lot of games away in the second half of the year, but they gave a lot of games away in the first half of the year that, um, you know, I don't know if Jimmy's sitting there regretting some of Mm -hmm. it, but at the same time, the other part of that is like, he's doing that so he can be his best come playoff time. And like that worked like he is, he's never basically never looked better. Like he looks similar to what he looked like during some of those great playoff runs, um, including last year. And, and obviously in the bubble, um, Now the problem is that they're going to probably be in the play in and have a big uphill climb to make any noise in the playoffs. And we saw during the bubble year that like, even as great as Jimmy was, like he ran out of gas eventually. And, and that is, you know, the thing about the heat the last couple of years is come playoff time. They, they've let Jimmy become a one man show and it has worked to steal games and series at a time. Um, but they've really been able to like kind of pace him to get to there to that point. Right. They've been able to, you know, like the, the buck series in the bubble, there were a lot of games in that series where Jimmy was scoring like 12 points. Right. It was like complete, it was just a complete domination. Yeah. Um, you know, last year, like the Philly series, it's not like Jimmy had to give like 110% every night. Um, he could really pick his spots. The problem this team has obviously now is like, yeah, if Jimmy plays like that, like we know he's capable of, like we've seen him play this year, that he can beat anyone on any night, but can he do that for four games in every single series they're going to play? It feels like that's the only way they can win that. That's the problem that just where they're with, not just the fact that they gave away a lot of games uh, that they shouldn't have given away, but just like, frankly, the team's not that good around him.
1: Yeah, and, and he's had to start that, quote-unquote playoff Jimmy right earlier this year Yeah, like you know like, a month left in the regular month, season basically yeah. and, and, and even then and we've mentioned this last few weeks but even with how well Jimmy's playing they're 10 and 10 All Star break. yeah like, exactly it's not like they're 18 and 2 or 15 and 5 or something because Jimmy's just carrying them I mean, Jimmy's been great but
0: and again they're, they're like almost losing to the Pistons they've lost yeah. the, the magic like they've got it's not like they're cruising it's,
1: it's, right it's not like just his the, the way James' playing has lifted them into a top five team. In Dude, the yeah, NBA. yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they've arguably been worse since the break than yeah. before they have the, the 25th ranked defense since the all-star break, which is obviously just very uncharacteristic for this team. And mm-hmm. if that continues, they might not win a game in the playoffs with a 20, you know, one of the worst defenses in the NBA. So there, there are issues this team is facing for sure. and, you know, the fact that they might be in the plane is a big one because even if they get out of the plane, they probably face Boston in the first round. Right. Then the second round, you're probably facing Philly. And then you're probably facing Milwaukee in the conference. So that road is just really tough. Incredibly tough. I mean, if Jimmy pulls that off, I, he might be Michael Jordan. He might be like, yeah, all like, all like you have asked is, to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, so much is working against this team right now. I mean, it's good. That Jimmy can still do this, that's encouraging, uh, but it's unfortunate that it's coming in a year where the team just hasn't been good, and they really just are still still searching for answers, which we're going to talk about now um, about like just the rotation stuff. But they really have just been grasping at straws all year, um, and that's really continued uh, even in the final week of the season.
0: Yeah, it's um, so I, I guess kind of like on a more like so the the recipe obviously yeah. has always been defense and Jimmy basically come playoff time um the defense as you mentioned has been like the startling thing but again we like from the first half of this year the deep, and really more until the all-star break which is really like 3 quarters of the year yeah um, they were fifth best defense yeah they were really good um how do they get back to that Well, like and just can they get back to that because yeah. that is that's what they have to do right they're not going to win by bombing threes on people they're not going to win by jimmy and bam and tyler taking turns and going mano a mano against everyone right the way and not just because of what they look like this year but because it has been the recipe when they have you know took boston to seven games last year um or you know took took the lakers to six games with, with no one like the recipe when the heat is at its best is when um they play great defense and, and basically let Jimmy win games in crunch time that, that are close because they're low-scoring games. So, can the Heat get back to that? What, what are your like? What what do they need to do to get there?
1: Yeah, I mean it's possible. Right? We've seen it for like you said from one half the year they were top five defense, but you know even then I think we were talking about how a lot of it was the zone defense, right? They're not playing yeah. as much zone anymore as they were uh, over that you know first three quarters of the year. Um, Their man-in-man defense hasn't been good all year, which they've leaned on more, which I think has played a role in kind of the regression on that end of the court. Um, And they rely so much on turnovers. Like, Cooper Moorhead from Heat.com always uh, posts this stat of, like, the team's points per possession on possessions that don't end in the turnover pretty much. Like, you just take out the turnovers. And they're one of the worst in the NBA when it comes to that. So, like, they've been so reliant on turnovers, enforcing turnovers – They've been so reliant on zone, using more mm-hmm. zone than any other team in the NBA that I don't want to say their defense was fluky in the first half of the right mm-hmm. year, but it was just it wasn't as, as solid as the numbers made it seem. Um, I don't think it's as bad as the numbers are making it seem right now, mm-hmm. uh, but it's probably somewhere in the middle. But I, I do think this team can be better defensively, especially in the playoffs when guys are more engaged and maybe um, you play a shorter rotation and the better defenders play more minutes. Um, but I don't think this is ever gonna be like last year's defense, yeah. where it, the last year's defense won them games. Like right. You could rely on it night in and night out. And yeah, there were games that lost in series, series yeah. that
0: were in the like 90s, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Or like just shutting. I mean, they, I guess they could sh- shut down Trey Young, but but like just totally like shutting down Trey Young in that first round series, and then making life so hard on Embiid and and Harden in the second round. Like that mm-hmm. last year's defense was elite. Um, this year's defense can be above average, but um, it's been, it's just alarming because they've been so bad over the last month or so. You mentioned uh,
0: the rotation, and we've seen some more changes to that in the last week. Again, the constantly evolving uh, yeah. heat rotation that, as we've said a lot of times, Spo you know, and spoke can change it in the middle of playoff runs in, in ways that Um, you know, a lot of coaches will maybe be like, oh, we'll we'll play fewer bigs in this series, but, but he'll take, I've said a lot of times, like Kendrick Nunn was like out of the rotation and then like a key part during that playoff run and then back out of the rotation. Um, he does that more than it feels like anyone. Um, no Cody Zeller now is, is kind of the, the big tweak. We obviously a couple of injuries, you know, we've seen, uh, Kevin Love and Kyle Lowry off the bench last night. Um, again, a lot of this kind of influenced by injuries and just what they've, changed and maybe then kept when guys have returned um what what do you make of the current look of the rotation and i I don't want to ask you to predict like is this what they're going to look like going to the playoffs because it feels like it's changed every week but (laughs) if this is what they have going to the playoffs like what do you kind of make of of what they're doing right now
1: i feel like they're trying to build toward the playoffs right so you would think that it might look this way right yeah Yeah. so So that's 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 the
0: other thing that goes with everything we're talking about is like and it's, I think we, we said this last week, too. Like, they're probably not going to get out of the play-in. Like, these next three games should kind of be geared around, one, making sure you keep that seven seed, I guess. Sure, yeah. Um, and then, two, like, just get ready for the playoffs, right? So Yeah. yeah. Do you think this yeah, is I the position they're trying to take in the playoffs?
1: Then It seems like they're going to at least give it a shot. And mm-hmm. the, my number, my first takeaway was they're really leaning into the offense. Um, yeah. With playing Max Strucce, quote-unquote, I guess – jimmy's the power forward technically but yeah, yeah jimmy and Shrewsie are your power forwards Early and forwards. kevin love is your center off the bench mm-hmm. um they're really really leaning offense and shooting and just spacing for bam and jimmy it's similar to what the heat did late last year when they started playing like two shooters in every lineup i remember yeah. max Struce moved to the starting lineup even though i know duncan was obviously in the starting group and he was a great shooter but like they, they kind of went to more spacing around Bam and Jimmy. I think they're trying to do the same thing and just trying to to build like the best environment for those two guys to succeed offensively. Mm-hmm. Um the defense is, you know, with those lineups, the defense isn't gonna be as good. Like that's just you're not playing Victor Lodipo. You're not playing um Cody Zeller who, you know, brings size and rebounding. Yeah. Um, better
0: better rim protect better. Sent backups, yeah, yeah, defensive center than Kevin Love.
1: Kevin Love, you're not playing Haywood Hinesmith, like you're you're going, you're leaning toward offense, which is interesting. Um, but I, I don't, I don't dislike it, like I get it, and I think Kevin Love's best minutes have been a backup center, even like when he was, you know, when people wanted to move him back to center to, to the bench, it always made sense for him to play as a center, like he was his. Mm-hmm. He talked about it uh this weekend that he felt more, most comfortable when he was in that role. Um, because in the starting lineup, he's more of a just spot-up shooter, a guy who just spaces the floor and really doesn't do anything else. In that center role, he's able to post up mismatches. He's able to work in the post. He's able to shoot three still. He's able to be, you know, by the basket for offensive rebounds. If you play him and Cody Zeller off the bench together, he's going to be back into that spot-up shooting role. So by playing hit, by playing Kevin Love as the backup center, you're allowing him to show other errors of his offensive game, and I think that's what did trying to do. It's unfortunate for Cody Zeller because Cody's been solid. Yeah. He's been really solid, but, um, they're saying, they're gonna, you know, see if this works out and the numbers bear it out. Like the numbers say, you know, Kevin Love entered last, last night's game as a, mi- a minus four, I think overall plus minus. And, uh, now after when you take yesterday into account, Kevin Love is a plus 24 and the 65 minutes he's played as a center since joining the heat. So he's been a big positive in those minutes when he's that small ball five. Um, so we'll see if that continues. Um, in a, in a series against, maybe Boston it might work, but in a series against Milwaukee, when you're playing Brook Lopez and Giannis, Giannis, I don't know if that lineup's going to work with Max Struess as your forward, but, um, you know, I guess they have the flexibility where they can adjust based on the matchup.
0: The, uh it kind of goes, flies in the face of what we were talking about, where we were like, the recipe for this team is defense. Yeah. Is that just like uh, like, kind of an acknowledgement that it's just This defense is not going to have that ceiling I, that that I think I, the Heat would hope it has.
1: I think so. I would never say Eric Spoelstra gave up on the defense because right. he never will. <laughs> he never right? will. Like he, How like many times have I mean, we had so that. many
0: times we've come on this show and been like, oh, they should just go all in on the shooting, go yeah. on on the offense. And then by never playoff will. time, the defense is what's carrying them. But
1: yeah. Yeah. He, he never why, But I do think it is a signal of like they know that the defense probably isn't good enough to win them games in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're going to need to rely on Jimmy and Bam to really dominate games, especially Jimmy. And how do you get Jimmy in the best possible position to do that? You create as much space as possible.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And I think that's what they're trying to do. Again, I mean, when I picked him in a series with Boston, I don't think anybody would. Yeah. It's probably like a five-game series at at this point. But as long as you have Jimmy playing at this level... You imagine if they—I mean, the Heat could steal one of the first two. Doesn't mean they'll win the series, but if they win one of the first two after their history with Boston, uh, everything Bill Simmons has been saying about how scared he is <laughs> of the Heat, like Boston's going to be terrified. I know. With Jimmy playing at this level, I don't—I don't doubt the Heat stealing a game over there. So they'll definitely get um, like Kendrick Perkins or, or
0: Charles Barkley being <laughs> like, I think the Heat—you know—they're—they're they're playing better shot. than anyone
1: right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be scared um, if
0: I was Boston. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I, you know, if Jimmy's going to play at an all time level, again, uh, you can't rule the heat completely out.
0: Yeah, I, I guess the problem is you got to get to four wins, right, in any series. And like, I think yeah. no matter who you play, there's going to be one, um, you know, again, like there was the Milwaukee series a couple years ago where Jimmy totally no showed in the playoffs. And it's like uh,
1: 20% from the field or yeah, something. Yeah,
0: and they got swept. Um, So that is always a possibility, but it doesn't seem like it. You look at the way the path to four wins in a playoff series, you figure kind of no matter who you play, Jimmy alone is going to steal you one. Um, mm-hmm. I think to win a series, he's got to steal you two. And then but I, even then, I don't know where you get the other two wins from. Like, I guess, you know, it in any series, there can be a game where three point disparity is just so great. Right. Like team eight seeds beat one seeds because of that. It, they lose five game series because of that all the right, time. Right. Right. Um, but even then, like it's it's hard to see where to get four wins from. But you definitely kind of need two spectacular Jimmy games probably to get there, no matter who you're playing.
1: Definitely. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to see them doing that four time ta- four out of seven games right. because they haven't really strung together any consistent stretch all season. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, that's why they're in the position they're in. Again. Yeah. It, it's we all yeah, we, It's
0: the story. I, I, the, the story's been the same all year long. They've they've tried to move. It's like rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. Yeah. It's not that terrible, but it's um you know it's kind of been like that all year long for the Heat, where it's they're yeah. trying trying different things and nothing, uh
1: n- nothing has worked at any point really. That's why I, I, when I say grass straw, straw, I just mean like they're they're just they're, they're trying things. They're, yeah. they're trying. So many different things to see if something sticks, right? E- Again, even in the final week of the year, like they've changed the starting lineup, they've changed the bench rotation. They're playing three guys off the bench, uh tightened it, you know, tightened the rotation already. Um And I think like the easy thing for all of us to say, especially the Heat fans, is, well, even as a seven seed, like none of those top teams want to see the Heat, right? Like the Heat were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. They basically have the same roster. Jimmy's playing. Arguably even better than he was last season. Yeah. But again, you look at the numbers and they have the worst net rating of any playoff team, I think, yeah. or even any play in team. They have a negative Yeah, negative point. Uh, on like they're
0: like I think they have the same point differential as like the Wizards, like like teams that are like tanking yeah. lottery, lottery teams. Like
1: they have the um, same net rating as the Wizards. Worse than the Jazz, worse than the Timberwolves, worse than the Hawks, worse than the Mavericks, worse than the Raptors, worse than the Thunder, worse than yeah. Golden State. Like Worse than the Bulls, they, yeah, like again, I'm not saying I, I, I would rather face from a team. Some of those teams. I would face just the, just Hawks the Hawks and the Heat. Yeah, no. But, but the fact is, like, the numbers say they're they're not, not a good team. So, um, we're gonna see, you know, if kind of the Jimmy bump, maybe yeah. changes the perspective on things and changes really the the fate direction yeah. of, of this team in the final weeks of the, you know, in the play-in and in the playoffs.
0: I have to think the way most – I can't imagine many teams are scared of the Heat right now, but right. like you said, if the Heat win game one or, or game two on the road, like, goes for 40, all of a sudden, like, yeah. you're like, ugh, we got to deal with this guy again, like, because he's just not fun to play against either in a way that um, most got you know, even like a guy like James Harden is probably – like – like, he's in that same similar sort of mold, right. To like Luca or James Harden, where it's just like, no matter what you do defensively to him, he is going to score, but then he's also physical and he's going to annoy you on defense too. And he's going to talk, trash. like, he's going to the free throw
1: line 15 times. uh,
0: (laughs) If they steal one of the first two from anyone, I'm not saying any of those teams are going to panic, but they're going to like, they're going to be groaning about it. Um, now, at the same time, I, I feel like it's more likely that the Heat uh, get bounced out of the play-in than it is that they, like, make a <laughs> second-game series out of whatever first-round series they're playing.
1: I agree with that. Just because um, yeah.
0: kind of, You've seen them lose back-to-back games to bad teams all year long.
1: Yeah. It, 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 it kind of reminds me of, I think it was 2018 playoffs when the Heat played Philly. Um, and they still, Philly was, like, still had, John B, had the John B. They had Ben Simmons. I think that was Dwayne Wayne's like, return year to the Heat. And the Heat I think were I don't know, they were like the sixth seed or something like that. And Philly was a three seed at home court and the Heat stole game two because Dwayne Wade went off for like thirty points. It's oh, yeah. like, Oh my god, like the Heat are gonna win the series, like Joan Bede and Ben Simmons, they can't win in the playoffs. And the Heat lost in five. I mean that's kinda of what you're talking about. Like, yeah, yeah, like these great players, even especially even Dwayne at that age, late in his career, are good enough to win you one game. Especially even against a really good team. Yeah,
0: and like I said, Jimmy might, so might be good fun.
1: enough to win you two because right.
0: He is like we said you, you can make an all first team all NBA case for him. Um, yeah. it's where do you get those other two from?
1: Exactly. It's just so hard to to, to win four behind when you're rely, when you're relying on that type of formula. Yeah.
0: Uh look, should we finish out with I guess some more I, 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 I don't know if positive is right because the Heat yeah. or because Miami and FAU both lost, but you you want to we want to wrap up. We're we're a basketball podcast here at the Heat Check podcast, <laughs> not just the Heat podcast. Um, it's interesting that this is, you know, where there's been a lot of talk, obviously with Udonis Haslam retiring, yeah. um, uh, and, um, you know, Dwayne Wade going into the hall of fame, uh, about basketball in, in South Florida. It, it's kind of interesting timing for it all to be happening at once where, where UD is kind of, you know, kind of South Florida's biggest. Basketball success story. It's like him. James Jones is obviously is is a GM. I guess you'd put him up there, too, Um, you know, in terms of guys who came out of here and became great NBA Mm -hmm. characters. um, Obviously, Dwayne Wade is, I think, to a lot of people your age, my age, guys who are uh, maybe playing in college out of Miami now or, or even guys in the NBA out of Miami, probably the reason a lot of them played basketball. And then obviously Miami, which interestingly does not have a single player from Florida on the roster, but FAU, uh, who's kind of their leader was uh, Michael, one of their vet leaders was Michael Forrest from Blanche Um, they, they had a lot more Florida guys on that roster. Um, it was just kind of like a cool, uh, like everything has kind of come full circle, I think in these last, uh, couple of weeks here. um, I'm very interested to see what this means for basketball at large in South Florida, because this has always been a town that rallies around the heat. Um, we have never really seen, I think this year is probably the most excited I've seen people get about Miami basketball, even before the, the final four run, um, you know, just the crowds there were better than they've been. Obviously FAU is kind of out of nowhere, um, but I'll be interested to see. And, and, Actually, another component of this is I think there might be four South Florida products drafted in the first round of this upcoming NBA draft. Um, so it's kind of like I'm very curious to see what this is like uh, if we've hit a turning point for basketball yeah. in South
1: Florida. I mean, we just had uh, a player from I. We did county. Named the Gatorade National Player. Yeah, and that's there. another
0: one, right? Yeah, Cameron Boozer. And They just won the, you know, they played in one of those national championship tournaments and and
1: yeah.
0: won that. Uh, Columbus High did.
1: So, uh, I mean, that's former NBA players coming to Miami because they like because Miami's well, like I was gonna say, so it's City, it's kind of but... Funny, but
0: one of the guys <laughs> I said before, there's gonna be four first round picks from Miami. Yeah. One of them is Jet Howard, who's Juwan's kid. But right. still, like went to no, university I mean, school and yeah, um, and actually the two of the other guys grew up in Oakland and moved to. Florida and I think middle school uh, the Thompson twins who are at overtime elite but still it's you know it that, that's going to be unprecedented I, I don't I don't know if the numbers are available anywhere but four first round picks from South Florida I can't imagine that's ever happened before and obviously no South Florida team had ever made the final four and you know the heat just continued to be the heat in terms of like their impact locally but
1: yeah uh,
0: yeah it, it's a cool moment in basketball here
1: Definitely. I think for UM, it's just the the fact that Nega has been able to have sustained success. Yeah, that's right Like that. That, that's the big, you know, going to one of the elite, elite Eight is obviously impressive, but to do Elite Eight, Final Four, and then what? I think he, they made, he made a Sweet he 16 made, not that long sweet, six, Yeah, ago. like, they've had I a lot of success. I
0: think it's four Sweet 16s at Miami in, like, uh, 12 years now, I guess right. it is. It's not an four outlier years? anymore.
1: Like, yeah. fans have expectations now, and... We all know Miami likes a winner, right? And if they think, I mean, we saw it during the Final Four run. Like people got behind that team. Yeah. Um. I was at a sports bar to watch. I think it was a Sweet 16 game against Houston. And all the TVs were on, UM, on the UM basketball game. Everyone was like wearing UM stuff. Like it was pretty cool. Like I, I have not experienced that. And I've gone to her. Like as a kid, I went to Hurricane games. Yeah. When uh like Perry Clark was the coach and like I I I would go like I I Darius. R- was it Darius Rice? Yeah, Darius right? Rice, yeah. Darius Rice, and um, John Salmons. Like I, I, I grew up with those hurricane teams, but this Jack, Jack era, McClinton. Jack McClinton, Jack Like Jack
0: McClinton's name is in the rafters there. Like yeah. no disrespect to Jack McClinton, who Maryland legend, Baltimore legend, um, and always used to kill my Terps as a kid, uh, because he was angry that they didn't recruit him. Such a good. Shooter. Um, but like that guy's name is that guy's jersey's retired. Like. Was he like all conference like once? Like it's
1: maybe yeah Uh, like yeah yeah no it's
0: kind of it's it's unheard of not just I mean FAU got a lot of the attention obviously but Miami also uh didn't have a basketball program for 15 years at one point like um but I'm just I'm very curious I think not just what Miami and FAU's crowds are going to be but like I said also you know we every year the NFL draft how many guys are from south florida right. i'm curious how this the trickle down because basketball has always been you know the kind of like afterthought a little bit but
1: you know that's the big three, effect. The that's the big three we effect. have here that's the big three effect it is it is I really but, think,
0: but yeah. i just wonder you know and obviously it's never going to rival for football and it never could just because of um one how many different like types of people can be good at football and obviously the you know the size of the rosters and then also mm. just history, but, like, uh, a place that produces great football players should also be able to produce great basketball players, and I'm just, you know, you know, there's a lot, like you said, a lot of people who probably never cared about uh, the NCAA tournament cared about it this year, and, and that all just goes into, um, and, you know, if you're, you're the Heat, like, obviously, how many consecutive sell- years of sellouts, they've got a ton right now, but, like, eventually there are going to be people who don't remember LeBron and Wade, who... You need buying tickets, and it's important to have people care about the sport. I think in all components, not just because LeBron played here for four years. So you're
1: saying this is a basketball town. now?
0: Basketball yeah. town. I'm saying I want it to be a basketball town.
1: I, I really, I really do think like not, just, and I'm not even going to say a Dwayne Wade influence because that's more people like my age. I would say. Yeah, I mean that was the big deal. three era that really like that era. Yeah,
0: that's now that's, you're seeing that's those what made kids that were like the, yeah. yeah.
1: Eight like in the formative years, seven, eight years old watching those games, and now they're, you know, seniors in high school. Like th- that, I think made a difference in like the basketball culture down here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it starts with Dwayne, and, and like I said, UD is kind of pre- precedes mm-hmm. it. I mean, that was I mean, obviously that Miami High team he played for is was one of the there best you. teams in the country. Um, so it's not like we haven't had great basketball down here in South Florida, but it's never. I mean, this is it's a shame the Heat are having such a disappointing year because. Um, you know, if not, it would be this, you know, nat- two teams in the final four. Like I said, Columbus High just, you know, can take a claim at a national championship right now. Heat not holding up their end of the bargain. Probably the first time we've ever said that.
1: Yeah, never know though, Jimmy. Jimmy and, might yeah. carry them to. I mean, a- yeah, and
0: and again, the Heat. You know, there's there's some Heat fans out there who are 10 years old who don't remember the Big Three, but you know Jimmy Butler is uh pretty fun to watch. So. Um, the Heat do a good job, obviously, of that. But it's cool to just see it. The, the Heat have always done a good job of building a big fan base, obviously. But um, we're more of a holistic basketball town, I think, right now than ever before, which which is a good thing.
1: No doubt. You can't argue that two teams in the Final Four in South Florida. Again, like you said, Columbus basically winning a state championship, a national, national title. Team. Um have the best player in the in the country in the class of 2025 and, and Cameron Boozer. Um, yeah, I mean, basketball is on the rise for sure yeah. down here.
0: All right. Um, let's wrap things up there. Uh, you can follow Anthony on Twitter at Anthony underscore Chang. He will be uh, in the building for Heat Sixers on Wednesday night uh, and over to Washington, right? Is that where that road trip finishes up? Be in Washington, yep. Uh, and then the season finale. Obviously on Sunday against the Magic. Um, he pretty much have to be perfect if they want to get out of the, the play in game or play yeah, out of the play in round. So we will see. If not, we'll be back next week to I guess when would the play-in be?
1: Tuesday, April eleventh. So Tuesday. We'll be so fine. we'll be
0: back, I guess, to perfect. recap the the play in potentially next week. Either or to preview weeks. first round if they yeah. and or because I guess if they win the play in, then we would also do a first round preview. So we'll be back Next week, talk about some playoff basketball.
1: Yeah, either either to preview, either to preview the first round of the series if they win on Tuesday if they're in the play-in, or to to recap, like, sound the alarms and say oh yeah, because I guess the when, game, the, when would
0: the second one be Thursday? Thursday. It would be Tuesday, Thursday. Thursday. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll have some, we'll have an interesting episode next week, no matter what happens. Um, thanks as always for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week.